beginning. What? You're turning people off immediately. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I'm going to start selling people as soon as they come in. No, it's fun. Okay. It's fun. I make it fun. Let's see. <laughs> Are we playing that ad yet? Do, we, do the ad that we had a whole contest for? Are you playing that? We can that- do that. I mean, we can do that in the post podcast if you want. Do you what? Somewhere where you want to be. Do what? <laughs> no, I, we can do an anchor, and then we can do a batch number two, and do two ads in the middle of the podcast. Well, I thought we would do an anchor, because we do the anchor at the beginning, and then we do another ad in the middle. Because a lot of times we'll take a break, and Zach doesn't do a do a ad in the middle. It's like, we're going to go to the bathroom, and then we come back. Is this, are we here? Is this the, the actual Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're doing a little banter. Wow. We're wow. like pre-show banter is what we're doing. I wasted all the good banter on you. <laughs> Hi, and was welcome to the Heart of Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me, as always, my co-host, my partner in crime, Chris King. Hello. The sauce boss on the ones and twos, the meat cake champion of 2020, Zach Roan. Hey there. And a very special guest with us in studio today from uh, Heartbreaker in uh, Irvington, Steve Freeman. What's up, guys? Yeah. Your name sounds fake. Your name sounds <laughs> is, is. like you committed some sort of crime. You came to Indianapolis. You're starting yeah. over. Uh, is, we shouldn't start the podcast like this. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. this, is, is this I'm in the protection program. Come on, guys. <laughs> is this your ad that you were talking about? Like, I'm going to call out Steve for his fake name and really oh, run no. him over the coals. <laughs> No, I just wanted to say hi. Uh, actually, Steve, I have this amazing offer to tell you about where we're going oh to God. Heart of Brunch. We're going to be giving away, uh, you know, Chef Bridget Haran, who just did some stuff for us today. Yeah. Uh, amazing chef. She has a virtual cooking class called Ind- uh, Indie Urban Foodies. Yep. And we are going to be giving a free class away wow. to anyone who is a Patreon subscriber at the $3 level by next Sunday. That's great. So, if you're already a Patreon subscriber, don't worry. You're already there in the in the in the draw. Your draw's already in the hat. Your draw's already in the hat. Yep. And if you're a new person and you want to sign up and you want to get this amazing prize, plus this is the time. Get that the, the after brunch podcast every week. Yeah. Only three dollars. That's a pretty good deal. Are you? Do you get? Don't they? Do they do the food? I don't know how. Tell me how the Indian urban foodies things work. Do they buy the food for you? Or you have to pick up. The price includes like the food as well. Well, they, they they get you a shopping list. Yeah. And then you go, and then you bring it back, and then oh, you okay. cook it together live with the chef. It's the great. fee is the class. Yeah. The fee is the class. No, yeah. that's a great deal. That's awesome. And I can vouch for uh, Bridget. I've worked with her. Beautiful, beautiful chef. Yeah. No, it's a good time. We we need to do like a crossover of Harder Brunch Indie Urban Foodies where we're there, we're there, and I don't know if it's a benefit or a curse to them for us to heckle. <laughs> but I feel like well, I mean, everyone enjoys being heckled, so I can't imagine. <laughs> I feel like it'd be a good time for us. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, just go out there, uh, patreon.com uh, backslash harder brunch. Nice. That's the only way to get there. There's only one way. You have to go that way. <laughs> Wait, a backslash? <laughs> yeah, backslash right, harder brunch. Yeah, you, you said it like somebody who just found out the internet existed <laughs> yesterday. That's why you did it. Like you gotta do that backslash. Like I know, Grandpa. Don't forget the HTTP. <laughs> HTTPS dot somewhere. It's called the World Wide Web. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Steve, welcome to the program. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Um, you hung in there with us very long today. We had a very slow start, which was, as is tradition yeah. on the Heart of Brunch podcast. So wow. thank you. Um, how, <laughs> Behind how, the curtain. <laughs> everything's slow, and he's been here for a while. <laughs> well, I've been that's, having that's a good a time. Nice, yeah, that's nice for you, though. It's like, yeah. listen, you've been around for a long time. We're just hanging out. It's been very slow. But, in fact, it was a pretty good time. Yeah. It feels like 
like a green room situation. Like I am not in any kind of uh, comedy, anything at all, clearly. But I feel like that was like a everybody was having a good time. We were eating a bunch of food. Mm-hmm. I I thought it was all right. Yeah, a real fun situation. Yeah, I was uh, certainly not uh, checking my watch. Yeah, or anything. it's like, Valentine's Day too. You know. Yeah. So I was trying that's to be. we got him here. Trying to be sexy. Just doing cute shit all day. Yeah. Trying, that's, trying to be I think, cute. I think, <laughs> I think, I think that's maybe the problem that we should apologize to you for. Not that it went so long, but when you try to be sexy, you're like, put your shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> that was that's something to apologize for. Not that it was. Not sh- that you were wearing your not wearing your shirt for such a long time. Yeah. It just like at all. I shouldn't have come out in the diaper. It was probably <laughs> the the first thing that I shouldn't have done. Yeah. Uh, no Valentine's Day. Uh, we always like to do something special for the holidays. Normally, we'd cook like a bunch of courses. This week, yeah. uh, since we have access to such amazing chefs as Bridget Haran and myself, and then Zach's here, um, we. <laughs> <laughs> I've never in my entire life, Zach, heard someone say I, we have amazing chefs or amazing anything, and then immediately include themselves. <laughs> that's uh, that's phenomenal. That's great. No, cool. here's here's the here's the sleeper hit of the of the summer. Sleeper hit of the Is summer. Is it you? I'm asleep. <laughs> Uh, the sleeper hit of the winter is that uh, Zach Rohn, not only does he make amazing artisanal mustards, yeah, he's an amazing chef. Amazing chef. Amazing chef. It pulls, pulls courses like dessert and then uh, executes on the highest level. Yeah. Uh, he put a candy bar on there. It was great. Yeah. Had that candy? Do you want to... Steve, we play a little game on here every week called, uh, hey, what do you think you just ate? Yeah. Which Chris King gets to guess what he just ate, and sometimes he gets it wrong. So you All get a right. chance to steal. You do get a chance to steal, Steve. And a lot of times, stealing is the name of the game because I have no idea what we're doing. And you, a perfect example of that was in Bridget's course uh, because Bridget's course was essentially the first thing she brought out was some chip dip that someone started and left their chips in. <laughs> I've never seen a chip dip that had the chips in it already. That was nice of them. Like, hey, don't worry about getting chips. They're already on the top broken up. <laughs> like, like if you ever like if you ever have a chip dip, do you ever wonder, like, man, I wish I had smaller <laughs> chips to dip in the chip because I like when most of the dip's on my fingers? Bridget made that happen. It's a texture thing. It was. It was a texture thing. I didn't know Extra if I was... Crunch. I didn't know if I was supposed to put it on the spoon because the dipping was already done yeah. or, like, more chips needed to go in the chips. I don't think that was a course. I don't think that was a sanctioned course. No, because then she came out with the real course, and there were seven of those. <laughs> That's what happened. It's like when you you think that, like you think that the Death Star is it, but then it's surrounded by eight different Death Stars. Like, oh, that's just our that's our that's our appetizer Death Star. That's not the actual Death Star. Yeah, that was no moon. Yeah, there was that was no moon. But yeah, so it started out with chips that had already had a chip dip that already had the chips in it. That was a first for me. But then she brought out what was very close to the charcuterie board that you did. For why is that funny? That's real. You did a charcuterie board. Am I wrong? Why is that yeah, funny? I don't think Bridget wants to hear something very close to something close. I did. You that was an amazing day. We had an entire your entire meal that day was the, I took a picture of that and like one of my last pictures on my own Instagram because it was incredible, but yeah. she blew it out of the water. Mm-hmm. And so what I called that was essentially uh, a secret brie with a bunch of other things that were there to hide the brie. Because you did not know. I did not it know that brie. Br- I didn't know. And I told you, was, I told everybody, I was like downselling it like, oh, I think there's something with fig. I'm sure it's fine. I'm not a fig fan. <laughs> and then I think, I don't know if you took it or like Bridget said, hey, this is what this is. Mm-hmm. And then she pulled it out and apparently it was it was a bowl of brie with raspberry on it. That's amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. It was. And she was like trying to distract me, us from the brie, which happens to me a lot. Your reaction was amazing. <laughs> I was so excited because for the you, brie. You squealed and then you you left the room out yeah. of excitement. Yeah, I went to get more plates for myself. 
Because I was like handing people out, like, listen, you can have, I'll just, I'll just eat off the top. I'm not going to get super full. Like, but if there's brie there, that's my favorite cheese in the world. Circle Reason back real beans. quick. You said this happens to you a lot. Yeah, I don't know it's, what's it's going on. It's a reoccurring theme over here that there's like secret food. Like, mm, food yeah. gets brought out and then revealed later in the. Let me tell you what mostly happens, Steve, is I usually don't know what's a garnish and what's not. 90% of the time, it's not a garnish. Well, this isn't the 90s anymore. There shouldn't be anything on the plate that uh, is not edible. Yeah, that's a shock to me. That's a shock. Apparently, I stopped eating out at the 90s, and I just thought, well, clearly, that's probably the garnish of something. No, that's the meal. That was yeah. the meal. So it was just camouflage brie. I don't even care about anything. She made, like, salami in the shape of roses, which, I, as I'm saying it out loud, sounds disgusting, but they were amazing. <laughs> they were amazing. But all that was to distract me from the brie. And once I found out it was yeah. brie, I went to town. Yes. I went to town on that brie. Steve, would you like a chance to steal? <laughs> Yeah, yeah well, go ahead, Steve. Well, here's the thing: we know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think I understand hey, the game. Angel, no, you. You win. That's how. Uh, support you. Fuck you. you just. Thank you. Just Check. not say what Chris said. That's all you have to do. <laughs> What's the game? Because I know what it is. Right. That's that's why it's fun to play. Because I had no idea. I mean, and this is the thing: people listening to the show. I don't know, and, and Steve, you can attest to this, I don't think they understand that this is not a bit. I really did not know that Brie was there, and you could attest to that. Yes, yeah, yeah. I witnessed it. <laughs> and it was so exciting. The secret Brie. Yeah. The secret Brie. And I had had other things, and then I'm like, I spit them out immediately. Like, I want Brie. And it, it was amazing. Yeah, we had a spittoon for you. And we did. That yeah. was very nice of everyone to do that. So <laughs> she made that amazing, that uh, she had appetizer was her course. Uh, and then what Dyke did, Dyke's like, hey, let's do something different. We all like to do something special. And apparently, when every Valentine's Day, Dyke would just go to St. Elmo's because he just did, hey, what if we just did St. Elmo's? Like, <laughs> yeah, we don't, no one's seen that before. Hey, guys, what about steak? What about steak? You guys ever had steak on a Valentine's Day? <laughs> no. No, I have. We have. We have, Dyke. <laughs> and it was amazing. It was great. I'm like, oh, wow. You know what I don't like about St. Elmo's? Going there. <laughs> like, what if I could go to a place that was 100% ambiance, but in my home? And Dyke did that for us. <laughs> Dyke did that. That was so nice. And then, you know, it was surprising because I only knew it because you spent so much time making them. But the those, I called them surprise. It's not grits with mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. A, a new name for Rizzo. <laughs> because it was risotto. Yes, it's not great with mushrooms. <laughs> because a lot of times you kind of sneak grits in there. A lot of times I do think that is the garnish and it's in fact grits. But this time yeah. it, exactly this it was also, not grits. This is another re recurring theme. Yes. Sneaking things in. You sneak grits in. <laughs> I, there was no poutine today. That's why, that's why a lot of people <laughs> traditionally call risotto grits that took too damn long. <laughs> They were delicious, but they were not grits. I can attest to that. But they were very, very good. What Perfectly is, cooked, by the way. Yeah. Beautiful. Is there a significant difference between risotto and grits, or are they the same family? Ooh. Uh, uh, risotto is a short grain rice. Okay. And grits, grits is, is potatoes. Yeah. That was corn. It's corn. Oh, uh -oh. <laughs> oh shit. Is it it's, not uh, corn? It's, it's like corn, corn is cracked. Kernel, right? Uh, I, I don't. You're asking yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. playing a game called Chris Doesn't Know What He Ate, and you're asking me what it was. I'm very high right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Apologize. Apologize to the listeners and the oh, guests. Oh, well. We're not going to cut that out. Okay. <laughs> Leave it in. Leave it in. So, yeah, Dyke brought St. Elmo's to a food fight. And then, <laughs> then Zach made banana pudding plain. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you don't know what? You ever had vanilla pud banana pudding with the vanilla wafers? We've all had that. And Zach's like, you know what I don't like about the banana pudding? Bananas. <laughs> 
So we took it out. I've never seen white banana pudding in my life. I'm yeah. like, are these white bananas? Like, maybe I don't know about this white banana fruit. And he's like, no, 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 there's no bananas in there. Like, oh, yeah, that's what I don't like about things I've been here. Too much banana. <laughs> he made a dessert that was not a, less banana. Less I didn't banana. know it was an option. I didn't know you could remove I banana. I don't think it is an option. <laughs> he came out, and the way he did it was like, he just decided to not put in like 80% of the ingredients. Like, oh, it's a, it was a choice. <laughs> <laughs> that, that he did, but it was just, I ate it, it was great. It's like, a lot of times when you're eating vanilla pu- banana pudding, it's like the banana gets in the way, not with, <laughs> with Zach did. No. Not with what Zach did. That's a new, he made a new sauce called Not Bananas. And then he did No Bakes with No Shape. <laughs> no just a nice loose no just bake a cookie. Nice loose no bake, like what if you didn't even like put them in the, you usually put them in like a scooper, Zach's like, what if I spread them everywhere? No bakes everywhere. No bakes, no shape. Just You could not get no bake in what you were eating uh-huh. on that thing. It was everywhere. And then he had a piece of candy. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, thought it was a rose, the, the mold. Yeah, uh, yeah, can, yeah. We, can we j- jump on that? Yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, yeah. I didn't think it was a rose. It's a succulus. Well, yeah. <laughs> you I, son of a bitch. <laughs> a, a succulent, yes. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did not know it was a succulent. No, I didn't either. I didn't either. I, <laughs> that's why I've said it. You didn't? Did you, did you call that out that it was no, a succulent? No, somebody else did, but. Wow. We are hanging with some we, bougie we, people. We would think it was a rose. Yeah. Valentine's Day. Yeah. It was a succulent wow. mold. That's so, what, when I bought it, I was like, oh, look, a rose mold. That's great. Yeah. And then I got it home, and Elise was like, oh, those are kind of cool succulents. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Getting burned in your own home. What's the <laughs> definitive difference between that mo- rose mold and a succulus mold? One has succulents and one has roses. You mm. son of a bitch. But there, it, One's it, made of corn. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just the top of a flower. It's a top of a of a bloom flower. I definitely would not know the difference. Oh, yeah. In a mold for candy, yeah, I probably wouldn't for have candy. paid that much attention myself. Yeah, I didn't even know. I thought it was just a piece of candy. I was well, that's, like, You know what that is called? Eye for detail. Yeah. Someone someone had that. You yeah. had that. Yeah. Nice. That's it. It's tough here. Like The thing is, I think a lot of people that are listening think you just have to make it for Chris King who doesn't know the difference between grits and uh, risotto, but somebody's out there calling out risotto uh, succulents versus roses. It's intense out there. <laughs> Zach, can, can you can you can you challenge Chris on what you made? Would you like to Would you like Uh-oh. to steal? That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really don't like the banana part. Yeah, we know you didn't put any banana in there. We know you didn't like the banana part. I think a lot of people do. No, let's talk about the because like I was the go ahead and break it down. You had the one with the blue cheese in it. I really like oh, that. Oh, so I made... Uh, oh. Those were tiramisu, uh, and I made one of them with a blue cheese and one of them with an orange rind cheese in the whipped cream. Oh, in the in the no banana banana in the, puddings? In the no banana bananas. Wow, I did not do that justice. Did you try both? I didn't know there were two different ones. <laughs> I thought one... Like, hey, I don't like bananas. Try it without that. And like, I'll just do the one bite and that's mm. it. And did then, you have both? Yes. What, both. Do you know which one? Oh, well, I'm sure I made it. Did you know the difference between the two? Uh, yeah, well, I was told before. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have known? I got the intel. Tell? Would you? Uh, yeah, I mean, there was a certain funkiness to that uh, blue cheese one, mm-hmm. obviously. But uh, yeah, I absolutely loved that one. That was my favorite. I didn't have that one. I'm going to have that one because you, you did a blue cheese ice cream. I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, I forgot about it. I actually today. listened to an old, no, not today, <laughs> but I listened to an old episode and Dyke did one of those and it was unbelievable. That was fun. Yeah. But I want to, I would like to try that one. I'm sure it was good. Uh, I would maybe have a banana in it, but Steve, <laughs> Steve you have a good radio voice, Steve. I'm going to let you read uh, the bottom here. Oh, right. What This is what the Bridget, what Bridget Haran actually the, made. Oh, nice. Okay, so or the entire thing. Just the st- right. starting at the uh, appetizer, charcuterie board, Colton. <laughs> 
<laughs> so the things I made were the sourdough baguette and sourdough focaccia. Uh, lash cracker. Oh, my God. I can't read. It's a lot. And she puts a lot in there, too. Sourdough focaccia. Lavash crackers and Parmesan crisps. Dehydrated papaya. Hot pepper pickles. Cheesy lobster dip. Mm. Amazing. Um, yeah. That was that. The lobster dip is that tip that she started for us where she yeah, put the, the chips in. The, so you didn't have to dip a chip in there. It was already done. <laughs> the trick tip dip. The chip dip with all the <laughs> chips in it. Yeah. It's like, hey, we started this dip for you. Like, I'd rather start it myself. But she she did the work for us. Uh, also, the the um, olives they had in there the uh, with the oh. jalapenos in there. Dang it. I didn't Beauty. have the olives. I had the apple. The I'm sure pickles. There's still some in there. The pickles were really yeah, good. Yeah, the hot, hot pepper pickles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's get back on it. Uh, ba- baked brie, the secret brie. Yeah. With puff pastry and fig jam. It so was fig. Good. It was you fig. Were right. Oh, hey, my God. That. I was right. <laughs> and I didn't. I was surprised. There's more. <laughs> Point king. Then I filled in with plums, grapes, red grapes, uh, figs, blood oranges, all the sexy fruits, parenthetically, yeah. as well as prosciutto and Genoa salami, roses and pistachio, intermezzo, mango sorbet with dehydrated mango and blackberries that sorbet was beautiful too yeah Yeah. oh i forgot about the sorbet and you know what she did she did a uh of brunch classic she did the candied orange peels (laughs) (laughs) chris learned that you could candy orange peels yeah you can did you eat your orange peel i sure did you can (laughs) (laughs) thank you i just (laughs) i always i'm always excited like i can eat this i'm glad i know now did After you know? You know before. You knew. You know what I you're doing. Before. I didn't know before. And every time, I never know what are the right orange peels to eat. Like, hey, is this garbage <laughs> supposed to be in this cup? And then I'll get corrected. Like, yeah, you can eat that because we put sugar on it. <laughs> Again, this isn't the '90s. Everything <laughs> on your plate should be edible. Yes. Yeah, that's. You know what the thing is? That was enlightening. What he just said. Steve said that everything should be edible. I have. Yeah. I'm always There's, surprised. I feel like that's still a problem in restaurants. <laughs> it is. People are putting yeah. inedible shit on your a plate. I'll, I'll tell you what. Because yeah. like the one thing Chris was actually right about was. When I think Valentine's Day, I do think the like steakhouse, but yeah, like that's totally. like, we know popped in my head. I almost put the '90s sprig of parsley on there just to be an asshole. <laughs> like, you know, nothing wrong with that because it's edible. Well, what's funny is that I actually, Steve, I cooked one time for an episode. It was the worst experience of my entire life. So I was sorry. so stressed out. And it was it was fine. It was fine. But I put uh, some kind of I think a dill garnish on there because I didn't know that you're not supposed to eat everything. And, and then it's di- pretty. Ripped it up. He's like, "Why did you put this?" I ripped it up. <laughs> like, why? Not literally, but just like, why would you put this? Are we supposed to eat this? Like, no, it's for looks. Like, yeah, you're not supposed to have a tree you don't eat in there. I didn't know. Mm. Yeah, non non-functional garnish. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Everybody <laughs> made fun of me for the non-functional garnish. Like, are we supposed to eat this? And then you know what the thing is? You, I think you could have. You could eat dill. A lot of people. I think the most common one is the like sprig of mint in like a bowl of vanilla ice cream. Oh yeah, and yeah. And just because it's a big green thing mm-hmm. that's sturdy. Yeah. yeah, and people are like, no one's gonna eat this. Like, why yeah. is this? Like, are you what's... supposed to eat it? No. Oh, it just it's literally just <laughs> maybe to... maybe for scent. Yeah, I get that maybe, but but that's the thing is like when you uh, when I it's so we're doing physical comedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, we're, we're not videotaping this. <laughs> <laughs> when I. Uh, yeah, right, for people listening at home, Dyke smelled his hands and we all clapped. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it was something I wish we kept private, but Steve clapped. Steve clapped that he did it. He was so excited, so we need to call it out. Like, good job for you smelling your hands. That's a bartender thing. You're waking yeah. up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 we were on the same page. Oh, yeah. Once again, Chris didn't know what was going on. But uh, yeah, but as a as a bartender, as somebody who's never slapped anything, but when I'm putting when I'm putting garnish on things, it is 
like you can put the fruit in there or whatever, but yeah. I always, you, you get into the mode of like, you don't like to put out a cocktail that doesn't have something. 80% of what I'm putting out as a cocktail typically has something in it and you can or can't do it. I think that's where that comes from. Here's where the craft, uh, like cocktail scene, like I had to tap out when they started putting clothespins, clothespins to, yeah. like, to hold something. Mm. Like a note from your mom on there, and I'm I just like, like why, why, "Why is there a dirt? Like a clothespin seems dirty to me. Like I don't want that yeah. on the rim of my drink." Have you seen these dishes where it's like uh, two sticks and then the clothesline and it's clothespins of bacon, just dripping fat down? No, no, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a scene. It's kind of it's weird, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that is a super eighties, nineties thing of you know when you clothespins dripping grease into a bowl. No, 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 not that specifically, but just <laughs> <Sorry>. really <laughs> all these weird. Bizarre, creative, quote unquote, creative ways to like serve food, and then just overdid it. Like, I just want to have a. I feel like that is the the upflux of like the 2010s, 2000s yeah. that Indianapolis definitely did. Like, we're not doing fancy; we're just doing amazing, mm-hmm. and we'll just do that. We don't need to have our bacon hanging from a clothespin. We'll just make amazing things out of it. Yeah, and that's where we are now. The grossest shit that I ever experienced was nice when I was a brunch chef. You know, I work every Sunday, so I'm always cooking brunch yeah never experiencing brunch and we were closed for mother's day and so i was like i'm gonna go eat brunch somewhere else how, how did that happen at a brunch spot yeah we were a brewery first mm. and i was just cooking brunch more of a there. father's day joint. yeah they, i don't know <laughs> they were like hey we're gonna be closed and i'm like uh, so i don't think it was before the brunch really popped off i guess maybe. yeah i don't remember the background of my stories i just they're all lies <laughs> okay i'm sorry sorry to interrupt on that uh, i think steve being here to question like yeah where did that start like oh, i don't know <laughs> yeah why did you have the day off that's great <laughs> cracked his lie <laughs> I think, honestly, I may have actually requested off and someone else cooked brunch that day. Oh. But I got to go out. It was with my uh, ex-girlfriend and her like extended family, and they were all way I had to go. Yeah. And uh, everybody orders their food, and then when they, they everything came served in these giant bowls. And then when the food came out, I had like a big bowl of biscuits and gravy. <laughs> Everyone had uh, a marshmallow peep placed in the middle of their dish. Yeah. So I just had like a neon blue peep. Like melting like the the end of Raiders, you know, yeah, and just like right into my food, and it was just like that was it wasn't even on the side of the dish or anything. It was just mm. like, it's like yeah. who? I don't know what. Who's back there doing it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A couple of things that I took from that one. This is the seventh time you've told us about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, first time I've heard it. <laughs> so clearly it was traumatic. I mean, I've told it myself. Like, I, and, but it just like every time I hear it, like you kept like he's got to put a goddamn peep on the gravy. <laughs> the other thing that I didn't take away from this story, Steve, is that at the time when Bright, when Dyke was doing the brunch, what he was notorious for, correct me if I'm wrong, Dyke was biscuits and gravy. Yeah, that was the big thing that you were doing when you were doing the brunch at Blackacre was the biscuits and gravy. Everybody talked about it. They were always you always sold out. So yeah. when you you had it, you made biscuits and gravy. That's what you're doing for brunch. You're doing it all the time. You finally get a day <laughs> off. And when you go to the restaurant, yeah. they're like, you can have whatever you want brunch-wise. You don't have to make it. What do you want? You said, I'll take some biscuits and gravy. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got to see what the competition's doing out there. You know? Apparently. <laughs> and apparently they're putting pieces of candy on the biscuits. That's disgusting. That is disgusting. I'm sorry, sorry. You had to experience that. Yeah. <laughs> what was the... Have you ever had just like a, a garnish that creeped you out? No, honestly. Um, yeah. Have you ever had? I mean, I think I, I, I order very well, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I've ever well, had. Was I hold the peeps, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I order, it's like if there's peeps in it, I'll say no. Yeah. I don't usually ever. I never. I think we're probably all the same in the service industry. You don't ever pick apart anything. You just let it come how it comes. Yeah. But I don't know, and I'm very not picky. But I don't know that I've ever had anything at a restaurant that I would say was really, really terrible. 
I don't know that I've ever been like, if food's food. I've certainly never sent anything back. Sure. Um, just solely because I know how that feels. Absolutely. If, if there's a hair in it, like. Yeah. Fine. W- what? No one fine. can hear you. <laughs> You're fine. Fine. Yeah. fine. yeah, I don't care. Wow. I think I'm fine. Also, it might be my hair. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have, the thing is, I have had hair and food, and I've, never, I've always been whatever. I'm not sending it back. I'm the same way. I'm sure. totally cool with it. I can take it out. I you don't really found the dragonfly, the whole ass dragonfly. Oh, that that big wow. it, was, it was like it was like five feet long. It was, it was like five feet long. It was a giant <laughs> dragonfly. <laughs> We found an actual dragon in our salad. It was and the, the, the biggest thing that people were worried about is like, can I get a new salad? Like, bitch, you got a dragon. That's a prize. That's you you, were it you was, want a uh, dragon. It was frozen in amber. It was weird. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was that was the at McNiven's they said, Hey, I got a dragonfly in my salad. And I don't know who the server was. But we were at we were at McNiven's. It was very much like I'm sure, lady. I'm sure you have a dragonfly. Sure enough, man, that was a they had a dragon horse in their salad. It was it looked like an edible garnish. I'll tell you that it was most of the salad. It should not have gotten out. Wow. Like the, the the dragonfly was wearing the salad as yeah, pants. It was a lot, and it was not a lot. So I don't know. I mean, the thing is, the the backstory of that is we were we did the windows open. So like bugs you flying in, maybe sure. it got out there. No, no, no. That thing was like that came with the salad. <laughs> Oh, that, you, that thing oh, died right, in the, right, in the right. salad fields, that's and then right. it got thrown into a bag and yeah. compressed. That was from wherever we get our. Yeah. But I think it's the Wendy's Gardens is where he was getting that. <laughs> we could say that now, but yeah, it was an, uh, a fresh iceberg with a whole dragon inside of it. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. But you'd send, you'd send a dragonfly back. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, if, if it was, if it was something obviously recognizable by the kitchen, that they, and they've sent that yeah, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, I'll send yeah. it back. But it. But I was going to doesn't say, happen to me. I no, like I just, I, well, I was going to say about the hair. I've definitely had hair moved it, but one time I bit into a sandwich and I bit into the hair and then pulled it. That's it yeah, was that's a, a little still extreme. Didn't send it back. If you see it first, yeah, you can just. I but. still didn't send it back because I thought, how many hairs could be in a sandwich, right? I probably already got the hair. I mean, you've seen me. I've it. literally just started eating the wrong thing before because I didn't want to cause like a, <laughs> that was, a problem. That is not, I don't, there's not a way. I've tried so, so many times to tell that story in like a funny way. It's definitely you had to be there. But I was with Dyke. We were at a restaurant. We were waiting tables together. And the same way of like, you just don't send stuff back. You don't do anything. If they, if someone brings me the wrong meal, and they say, there you go. I would eat it, too. You're like, well, whatever. I'll, I didn't order this. But I think I'll... there's an extent to that. If I ordered something that was $40 and they sent me the yeah. $12 yeah, yeah, dish, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll be like, no, uh, come on. absolutely. But we were just, like, on a break at lunch or whatever. It was, like, the wrong thing. And Dyke started eating it. And then the waiter came over. And I think we have told this story on this podcast. <laughs> I loved it anyway. But the waiter came over and was, like, pissed at Dyke. He said, he said no no preface, no excuse me, no anything. He, start, he was mid-sentence, mid-rage. And as we were sitting there just eating our food, like... You know, you didn't order that, like, whatever, let's just eat so we can get back to work. He came over like, are you eating <laughs> that sandwich right now? No joke, that's what happened. It's like a mouthful of food. Didn't say yes, just nodded. And then, I'm not joking, the waiter picked it up in a huff and said, thanks! And then <laughs> took it back to the table that should have gotten the food. The table, the table that, did make, that did complain and said to them, because it was a tiny restaurant on Mass Ave, and pointed, like, character, like a cartoon character pointed toward Dyke like... That guy ate your sandwich. <laughs> and then we just sat there in like, silence. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? And the thing is, if he just made make mis- another one, man, just make another sandwich. But they were like, he made them made the point to go show him the eaten sandwich. Like, look at what that guy did. 
And then, and then and we. It's also not on Dyke on this absolutely. situation. Well, no. that's the given. It's not Dyke didn't do right. anything other than just like. He Why was is this guy in, so pissed? He was super pissed. So yeah. then he brought the, the. This is the thing that people don't understand about when you wait tables. It's sort of along the lines of what you're saying. Is that then the guy brought the correct thing? Was angry at Dyke. Like here you go. There was definitely <laughs> he definitely if he didn't spit in it he definitely put his hand on it. Dyke <laughs> ate it. Dyke <laughs> ate it in silence. Like yeah. his like fingers. And then we tipped him. We tipped yeah. this piece of shit. <laughs> Man, uh, you'd have to really. I don't know what you'd have to do during the course of a shift for me to not tip. Yeah. You'd have to like. I don't know. I've never really commit a hate crime or something before. I would be like, yeah, okay. I've never. I mean, my bad bad experience. The worst I've ever done is is tipped fifteen percent. Oh <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is that is it. Like, I didn't like this guy. Here's your fifteen percent. That's when you know service industry folks are pissed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he gave me exactly fifteen. He didn't tip hundred percent. Oh my god. <laughs> Guys, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with uh, Steve Freeman from Heartbreaker. It was it was terrible. Did you have that? Did you listen to that album? Yeah, and I loved it. I'm in the phone with this the one across the hall. If you don't answer, I'll just bring it up the wall. I know she's there, but I just had a call. Don't leave me hanging on the telephone. Don't leave me hanging. You can always tell when we don't know a song because we shut up and listen to it. <laughs> That's right. That was good. Who was that? Uh, the Nerves. The Nerves? Yeah. Are they older, newer? Uh, they're quite a bit older. They were 70s when oh, that record yeah. came out. Uh, Blondie made that song a little more Did, famous. That's why I didn't want to. I wanted him to to shoot himself in the foot first because I wasn't sure if Blondie covered that. Yeah, it was a yeah, Blondie cover. Okay. Yeah. That was almost the one we played. You almost play the Bondi? That would have been, yeah. Oh, my God. That would have been how embarrassing for all of us. (laughs) Especially after a 20-minute John Williams conversation. (laughs) I, no, uh, Huey Lewis, anything Back to the Future, I I automatically loved Huey Lewis. Really? Yeah. No. (laughs) And that's the thing is like. That's a great track. It's, no, it isn't. Ah. That's the thing is like, and I was like, how old were we? That movie, I was like seven, six, seven or whatever. I saw it in the drive-in. And I remember just, he was playing the music, and I thought that was super cu- cool. And I thought the music in the movie, everything was cool. And, like, when he was, th- that scene, I think the scene where he was on the skateboard was Huey Lewis, if I'm not mistaken. I think, I at least when he was, in, in present day, not the 50s, obviously. But I remember <laughs> thinking, like, that's super cool. And then I got the album. Obviously. <laughs> and, then, and then I got the, the tape. Yeah. And I don't remember the soundtrack, like the actual, like the beginning score in there, but I jumped right to the Huey Lewis stuff. I'm like, you don't have Ugh. to like Huey Lewis. The guy in uh, I didn't. It's okay. American, Psycho. American Psycho. He didn't yeah. like yeah. He got killed, but oh. you know, he, he didn't like Huey Lewis either. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> it was not good. Welcome back to the Heart of Breath Podcast. Because <laughs> we're breaking down the hits of the 80s, the ones and twos. Yeah. Uh, we're joined in studio by, I guess, uh, Steve. What's your middle name? Andrew. Steve Andrew Freeman, who is a still uh, fake name. He's uh, on loan to us from the Witness Protection Program. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't know, generic name number one, generic name number two. Good for you, but Steve Freeman. Who's my grandfather's name? How did you, uh, how did you end up uh, over at Heartbreaker? Well, um, so I moved down here to Indy. I'm from Lafayette, uh, just north of here in Indy. Um, 
about three years ago now. I um, had worked with Bridget, our mutual friend, yeah. uh, who did our circuitry board today. Right. Um, at Geraldine's, we uh, opened that joint up together, uh, and then I moved over to Milk Tooth for a little bit. Uh, after I left there, I was talking to Chris and Allie at Love Handle, and they were helping up uh, open up Strange Bird over there, which yeah. was our other part of that building that we got. And um, they were like, we need a kitchen manager. We need a chef over there. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm like, sign me up. And that was... That's awesome. What did you do at Bluebeard? What were you doing at Bluebeard? Not Bluebeard. Oh. Uh, Milk Tooth. Milk Tooth. I'm so sorry. What were you doing at Milk Tooth? Uh, I was work, line, working the line there. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And then how long were you at Milk Tooth before you went to... Not too long. Maybe eight months or so. Okay. Uh, is that intense? That place is intense. I feel like working there would be... Working... S sure, it was intense. I mean, it was, me it was another uh, restaurant gig, I guess. I mean, it wasn't... Yeah, but I mean, I don't know if you... When you were there, I mean, still getting... I, I just know... Especially when people come to Indianapolis, people outside of Indianapolis definitely know that no milk tooth. And it's, sure, yeah, and I was it, super stoked to get hired on there. Yeah, just, no, oh my god, yeah, it's impressive on any resume for sure. But then, just everybody, you know, that place. I feel like that place is just busy constantly. Like, there's never a time oh, where yeah. you like can breathe. Yeah. And I remember, you know, not not to make it about me at all, but we're gonna make it about me for a second. <laughs> but when I worked at when I opened Brew Burger, I just remember being it was successful and it was very busy, and I hated every second of it. That's when yeah. I realized, like, I don't. I want to be a bar. I don't want to be a bartender that makes money. I just want to be a guy walking around making fun of people giving them alcohol. Yeah. What's <laughs> gonna do here? It's nice. <laughs> I see the problem in that. Uh, but well, yeah, that was yeah, intense. I mean, yeah, it surely was intense. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I mean, that's kind of why I do this. It's um, yeah. it's an intense thing. But uh, how long you been cooking for? Rewarding. Uh, cooking, uh, I've been in the industry probably about 12 years or so. Mm. Um, I think, uh, so I started out being like a delivery driver for pizza joints and whatever. Sure. And nice. then I started working at, uh, you guys are familiar with Pertini's. There's one, mm -hmm. there's a few down here. Yeah. There's one in Lafayette that I started working at delivery driving, uh, working, um, pantry or whatever, or doing salads and shit. Sure. And then, um, ended up being the kitchen manager there for a while. I was there for four years and then, uh, went over to other, uh, you know, fine dining joints in Lafayette, just yeah, yeah. kind of dabbling everywhere, and then yeah. came down here, and it was like, did you did you grow up? At, did you grow up in in Lafayette? Lafayette? Yeah, yeah. I only when you say Lafayette, I work uh, at a place. I work at a place. The place I work now, we have a location up there, but it's only everybody calls it West Lafayette. I don't know the difference between Lafayette and West Lafayette. Well, you see, um, here we go. Now, Lafayette, now it gets interesting. West of Lafayette is. West Lafayette. <laughs> yeah, but they only say it that way. Like, we don't say well, North Indianapolis. Well, sure. It's two different cities. It's separated by the river. It's, it is two different cities? Mm -hmm, yeah. I had no idea. It's like uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul, except they didn't get creative with yeah, West Lafayette. Yeah, they changed Lafayette. the name, though. That's the deal. It's, <laughs> you can't say it like that. Like, it's like when you call, it's like two different cities that are close to each other with different names. No, 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 sir. It's not. It's basically, they said Lafayette. And like, well, what about this place that's clearly a different city and it's west of it? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, West Lafayette. Like, they just yeah, ran out of directions. The, the great yeah. twin cities of Lafayette and West Lafayette, man. <laughs> You know, like. It's not a twin city. It's, <laughs> it's two directions in the same city, separated by water. But yeah. did you you grew up you grew up in Lafayette? Yes. In in but well, not, I grew up in West Lafayette. Oh, you did West? West <laughs> are you from West Lafayette? And you mm -hmm. were saying Lafayette? I just say Lafayette because people know that. Oh my god, it's like people. It's the that, whole thing. It, <laughs> that's amazing. I never thought about it that way. But it's like people that are from Illinois and they say it's from the Chicago. Like, yeah. Because oh, no, you that, don't know. I don't. I, I wouldn't do that. I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not from the region. You're right. Those people are assholes. <laughs> 
I didn't think about. I didn't realize that because I every time you say Lafayette, it's impossible. You caught it when I was saying it. It's hard for me not to say West Lafayette because it's very much they're two different places. Sure. And every time I say Lafayette when I'm at work, they immediately correct me. Mm. And I'm like, I'm in, I'm in HR. I've been in interviews where I'm firing people, and I'm like, listen, you just can't work in Lafayette. And we're like, I think you mean West Lafayette. Like, well, today's your last day, fucker. So get the get the fuck out of West Lafayette and all Lafayette. I don't give a shit. You don't work here anymore. <laughs> people always are. They're very very adamant about West Lafayette versus Lafayette. So you grew well, up. West Lafayette is where Purdue is. So, yeah. and then Lafayette is just more industrial mm. areas, and uh, just the courthouse is over there. It's, but honestly, you can see both cities. No, no, that's where you're wrong, sir. If you're not from the places, I cannot. I never well, know when if I'm West Lafayette or what? Lafayette. I don't know. Sure. I have no idea. Uh, and we could talk about this all day, at least I can. <laughs> but oh yeah, <laughs> let's get into this. But then, so West Lafayette, though you. You grew up in West Lafayette, where Purdue is. Or, <laughs> if or you say yes. Lafayette, what we're talking about? Say it again. Say it again. I just didn't you. know if you grew up in the, like around the factories, around the colleges. Two different upbringings. Oh yeah, I was. I'm from West Lafayette. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> see, this is why he's in the witness protection agency. He's like, my name I, is. You know, they didn't give me my story very well. I <laughs> yeah. saw him making it up as I go. Yeah, no shit. That's what it was. Like we just, I just cracked this case. This son of a bitch from West Lafayette. So. <laughs> I can't. I'm the, I, right, that's enough. That's I'm enough. Not, I will never go there ever because of this conversation. You shouldn't. Um, yeah, I wouldn't either. Explain to the people um, who may not be familiar with Indianapolis or with Irvington, kind of the the three business concepts yeah. and how they kind of work. Absolutely. Together. So our first one was Strange Bird. Uh, it uh, kind of a tiki rum bar concept um, without the like kitschiness of a lot of uh, tiki aspects, but nice. still with the cool like. Elevated drinks, um, just very um, uh, Neil Warner, our um, the the owner of the joint. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's does beautiful, beautiful work with um, all of his sauces, and uh, he's making his own just everything. It's just yeah, absolutely beautiful. I it it's beyond me. Uh, cocktails, yeah, yeah, and that kind he's of stuff. He's doing the cocktails. He's doing the sauces. Oh yeah, very scientific all about it. All the mixed percentages and wow. all that. Mm-hmm. Um, just beautiful work. And um, Zach's just making sauces. He's not doing anything else. <laughs> this guy's doing what you're doing and, and stuff. I bet he puts the bananas with the wafers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no retort for that. <laughs> That's but it. but, uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I was. It was interesting. I'm glad you brought that up, Dave, because I was trying to when I said. I said, do you work tonight? You said, well, I work at Har- – I, I don't understand where you work. Do okay. you work at Harper? Oh, yeah, this, this is another thing, <laughs> yeah. uh, a, a very weird thing about our th- uh, what we got going on over there. Yeah. Um, so, again, we started with Strange Bird, and we didn't have the whole building. We just had Strange yeah. Bird, and it's three separate uh, storefronts there. And um, there was another restaurant on the other side uh, that unfortunately closed down, but luckily for us, we were able to get in there, Space, and yeah. now we have the whole building. And it's awesome. now three different uh, storefronts. We have Strange Bird, the Rum Bar, then we have Landlocked, which is our bakery and coffee shop. Okay. Uh, which also serves um, as extra seating for Strange Bird at nighttime. Nice. And then Heartbreaker, which is our kind of uh, Americana diner joint. Right. Uh, so the kitchen now that we have at Heartbreaker serves both Strange Bird and Heartbreaker. Okay. I'm still confused about why he works. <laughs> I work at the whole the whole thing yeah. is what I'm doing. Oh, you work at the yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh, you don't just section off. You don't no. just like you can't cross the line for heartbreakers. Like there's I didn't know if there were like three managers for three places and oh, you guys were constantly well, at war. Sure, the front of house stuff is a different story, but the kitchen oh. is 
mine. You owe the whole kitchen. Yeah. I mean, you're running the whole. That's amazing. That's impressive. I Thank have you. never met anybody that <laughs> I've never met anybody that runs the entire food court. That is impressive. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't laugh at that. Don't. <laughs> I laughed at my own you joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Uh, so you're in charge of all the baking as well for the? No, not baking. Uh, oh, that's um, that's your a story keeps that... falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. So. I'd, I'd like to say that a kitchen is different than a bakery. No, so the absolutely. Kitchen is 100%. Thing. There's absolutely. a bakery. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. There's That's what I'm a trying to build between a, a chef and a pastry chef. Kind yeah, of thing. I'm trying yeah. to build a separation no. of church and state back yeah. there. I feel well, attacked. No. no. <laughs> so it's well, kind of like a Lafayette, West Lafayette situation. <laughs> That's what I was trying to you say. Get it. You get it, man. You get it. <laughs> Jesus. You are, the, you are the West Lafayette of producers. <laughs> I think you mean the Lafayette. I think West Lafayette is where you're going. I don't know. How it goes. Well, what's funny? Uh, the whole thing with um, Pawnee and uh, Eagleton. Yeah, is Lafayette West Lafayette? West Lafayette is the is Eagleton though. Yeah, Lafayette the, the is the gross side. place. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Lafayette is the gross place. It's all That's kind of why I say I'm from Lafayette. <laughs> oh, okay. Now it makes sense. I because you want to be from Pawnee, you don't want to be from Eagleton. No. No one wants to be from Eagleton. Yeah. But it does. What's funny is Lafayette does smell like tires. Anyway, we're talking about what you do, though. So, <laughs> so geez, <laughs> such a great introduction. <laughs> does smell anyway. like tires. Anyway, whatever the fuck, whatever you, the fuck you do. Uh, no, but yeah, so strange where, I mean, first of all, like, well, this, <laughs> my pet's head's hey, just do whatever off. you want. It's the mic. That's what I get. I told, I, yeah. I told Steve you can move it however you want, and then I moved it, and now the mic's <laughs> falling apart. Uh at least you drew it. I'm a huge mom. I'm, I'm going to plow through this. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so we're just having a complete. Uh, Do you need assistance? Yes, Chris has destroyed the whole studio. <laughs> <laughs> in one fell swoop. Yeah. This is why I do wish we did have video because that would yeah, be great. That would be great. Uh, okay. His mic came apart. Just keep it going. Just a cocktail, don't even pay a cocktail got shot across the room. Zach caught it. Did you see that? Uh, uh, yeah, cat-like reflexes. That was a Zach bit like uh, Big Trouble in Little China, like Kurt <laughs> Russell in Big Trouble in Little China. I think the uh, God asked uh, Zach, Forget "How do you Zach. want your reflexes?" And he it's said, "Cat-like." <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Zach. Oh man, okay, he's doing it. Wow, that's great. Uh, that's amazing. I, I don't think that's never happened before. No. It's fun. No. Zach, did, did you see what Zach did, though? Well, the thing is, this is not any other show would we'd edit this out. Zach's not going to do that. But he will do. <laughs> what he will do is make it so we can keep talking to each other as yeah. this thing is completely, I broke it. He's fixing it, and I'm still talking. Thank you so much. He, he also he also caught a bottle in the air. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. amazing. Uh, and, and nothing Why got, are you messing with it now? He fixed none it. None of the equipment got moist no. and wet. That's amazing. I don't even know what. I just... It was. It's a COVID miracle, ladies and gentlemen. We're fine. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Everything was fine. Everything. <laughs> Zach fixed it. Zach Rohn, fantastic producer. It's See, like nothing ever happened. We, we run a tight ship over here. It was here. very. Uh, tight. Um, it's very tight ship. But uh, yeah, so I'm a huge rum fan. So very, <laughs> very excited. <laughs> Is that what we were talking about? I have no idea. This shit fell apart. Uh, so I, we were kind of talking about this earlier off air, but um, we we're talking about the exciting things about this year. Obviously, being a bummer. With so many clo- you know places that we love closing, but also like the the new places that are opening, and uh, people that are thriving, you know, it's very excited to talk about some of those things. And you guys, I don't kind of went viral for having like the outdoor pods, at least like yeah. indie yeah. viral. I feel yeah. like uh, we felt super blessed to be able to thrive in this. Uh, and of course, yeah, it is a huge bummer for all these places and folks that are not doing so well and mm-hmm. having their joints closed down but uh we uh really lucked out and we um it, you were talking about the pods that was uh so we're uh, anybody that's not familiar with it we uh ended up getting all these uh storage pods 
you know, like the movable uh, storage units, but we rented I've them I've had out. a breakup before, yes. I'm well aware. <laughs> <laughs> you lived in one. That's true. <laughs> right on. We call that my apartment. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we were able to rent some of those out and the city was able to sign off and let us serve people in them yeah. and uh, feel safe, uh, especially in these times, like when you can't have any interaction, we've uh, built some stuff in it, put a heaters in it. Uh, we have about 10 of them right now, but it's awesome. been great for everybody and uh, it's real cute in there. Like yeah. you're on the news and shit. It's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. And, yeah. Awesome. and people like... The ability to do something in a safe way too, and then and, and then, but it also kind of doubles as like, oh, we're actually doing a fun thing, yeah, and being out here and dining in this kind of unique way, still able to have that like uh, tiki theme too mm-hmm. enough that it's like you feel like you're in a, it's a certain ambiance that it's not just you know sometimes you have those uh, those big tents out uh, outside of somebody's restaurant that's yeah. just like enclosed, and I saw a great thing online where it's like. So we can't eat inside, but if the inside is outside, we can eat inside. It's, yeah. just, it's just the inside. Like if it's called a, if it's called a yurt, then it's totally fine. Yeah. But they're they're building right. those. They're building the walls. They're closing it in. They're doing everything. I don't know what the significant difference is between just like, hey, we made this outside. This inside is now outside, but now it's in a clear plastic wrap. I don't understand the difference. But yeah, you what you guys are doing is completely <laughs> sectioning thing off. And actually, oh, Zach enjoyed that. Zach liked that. Zach liked that part. No one else did, but Zach thought it was funny. <laughs> it's just that you described, you're like, it just doesn't make any fucking sense the way they're doing it. But I mean, like the way you guys are doing it, it sounds like it's pretty good. <laughs> sounds like a pretty good well, way to do no, it. Because uh, it's all sectioned I, off. I don't think I've explained it well enough, maybe. It's, it's, like, it's like four tops in individual yeah. areas. No, no, no. no it wasn't we like big. leaf blow those out and... Uh, Fog it with sanitizer and all this. Yeah, yeah. No, feel safe. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't than being sarcastic. Zach, I think yeah, no, no. I, I think the, the way that he had described was fine. Yeah, <laughs> the way you described okay, it. Okay, it was, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, it was fine. I, you know what the thing is though? I mean, I have been leaf blowing COVID away for a while, and no one's acknowledged that. <laughs> yeah. There was. Uh, I mean, there was. I've definitely seen places that just put like a, a, a Pee Wee's Big Top outside yeah, of their yeah, place, right, yeah. yeah, and then just packed it full of people. And like, I think you just made an outdoor restaurant. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. That's what I'm saying, like yeah. and. Yeah. Is like yeah, do you have nowhere like completely? Like, well, it's raining, so they put walls up, and I'm like, well, I feel like if there's that's walls inside, that's yeah, it. What are What's we doing the difference? Here? Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. You can take it down. We're very um, angry about this, clearly. But Speak. also the I, the the synergy between the food from Heartbreaker and then the cocktails, I feel like go per- pair perfectly together. Yeah. Like it's within that tiki aesthetic. Like, what are some of the like menu items on Heartbreaker that uh, right now? Um, so Heartbreaker, we're trying to do. Uh, just straight up burger joint with a little flair to it. Okay. Um, so like my burgers come on Hawaiian buns yeah. and like, yeah. I, I have like Chinese hot mustard that I make. That's just a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and QP mu- uh, mayo. That's just yeah. a little bit different, but like it's and the, so, uh, some of the original menu items on strange bird came from Chris and Allie at oh, gotcha. love handle. Okay. So, um, like the coconut crusted tenderloin, mm-hmm. very oh, like yeah. Hoosier tiki stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, we had a spam sandwich on for a while that was fantastic. Uh, just, just that kind of thing where it's like uh, Neil said it the best, where he's like, "We're like an Americana joint that stumbled into a food market, like yeah. a, a, an Asian <laughs> yeah. food market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's uh, awesome. Like a world market." But that's, I think that's what, I mean, Chris and Allie, uh, which we, we've never had them on and we definitely should that, but, um, from love handle, I mean, I think that's what they've been doing for a while. Yeah. It's just like, they'll make 
amazing, super interesting things. And like, it really starts to click when they're sort of part of what's going on at Heartbreaker and Strange Bird because they do that, but it definitely feels very Indiana, or at least Midwest. Like they put that piece on it too. Totally. And that's, that's gotta be hard to do because it's not, Indianapolis is not as much on the map as I feel like it should be food wise, but I think that they're the ones and, and where you're working and obviously what you're doing is helping to do that, to put Indianapolis's mark on this gigantic food scene. And that's impressive, man. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, uh, I have felt like this for a few years now, probably like whenever Love Handle came here, it was honestly a, a, a blow up of yeah. this beautiful food that's coming through and people yeah. flock to it. And, there's so many restaurants now doing that kind of thing. Just like, it's exciting. Just it new is. stuff. And it is. And and I think Dyke talked about this a little bit off air. And, and it's, it's nice because we spent um, probably some, definitely some time at this point. I think, Dyke, I think it probably not yet. Not this, at this point a year ago when we were at this point last year. But towards like the dead of winter, I think. And then as it was like the maybe February, March, mm-hmm. uh, that's when like restaurants were kind of not doing so well. And then that's when Dyke spent most of his time laughing at COVID. But, <laughs> but restaurants, restaurants were struggling. So it's nice to have somebody who has such a positive story um, in what's going on and, and to, to work through and, and, and thrive, you know, and figure out a way to make it thrive. And that's that's super impressive that, that people are doing that. And, and I think. You know, Indianapolis food industry has been doing a lot, and I'm a little afraid for it, but it's nice to have this story and sort of be optimistic about the the light at the end of the tunnel of COVID and what Indianapolis is going to continue to do. Absolutely, and uh, certainly we were scared uh, come winter. Like, yeah. uh, our big thing was that we had outdoor seating, like you could sit at a picnic bench or whatever. Uh, that's where the ponds came in, and we put yeah. heaters in them, and... Winter's almost over, hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, I mean, maybe a couple more months, but still, like, we feel like we've come over this hump and, like, we feel comfortable now and that we've made it through that shitty part of the winter. Is that so? Just tell me for, for definitely for people who aren't in the service industry, what is the, what's been your kind of outlook on the, you know, we have the, um, the, um, you know the thing yeah, with in, the, in the needles, the thing with strokes. Uh, <laughs> you smell toast. <laughs> you smell burning toast. Uh, I, I was basically on my own show, but uh, but when you when you they're they're right now they're coming in with uh, the um, Put, fuck. No, you're done. Oh, oh, right. No, the syringes. They're coming out. They're coming we'll out. Fix this with, post. The, with the no, we won't fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Zach, help, help me. Are you really this anti-vax? That you Vaccines! <laughs> vaccine is the word. Vaccine is the word I'm so anti-vax. I don't even but, say it. But as, yeah. vaccines, as vaccines are coming in and people are like sort of light at the end of the tunnel, even though I think it's they keep pushing it further down the road, are you guys planning for that? Or, or how do you plan for that? You know, Because I think it's still kind of up in the air about what that means. Right now, I don't think we've talked about it. We're still, I mean, we're already, we're still in the like shit right now. Like yeah. it's not safe to do anything. But, I, yeah, we haven't really discussed that, I guess. Um, once that does happen, sure. I mean, yeah. it's going to be great. But uh, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. There's not really a plan for that. Well, hopefully it'll just go back to normal. <laughs> I, right? but. I, I definitely think that um, I definitely think you guys will become another destination in Irvington, which is great. Yeah. I would hope so. Selfishly yeah. for me living in Irvington. Right. Uh, but you have places like Giacomo, obviously, and Blackacre that people yeah. like outside of Irvington are coming to. But like, I feel like that whole strip is really a destination now where we're, we are competing and pulling people yeah. from downtown, from yeah. Broad Ripple, coming out for the nightlife, coming out for the 
I mean, you guys are open almost all day, yeah. right? Like yeah. early, those yeah. bakers are there early in the like morning and seven to ten every day. It's crazy. Well, and it's deserved. I mean, Irvington is such a is such a diverse place, and it's nice that so for for a long time, I feel like coming living in Indianapolis, I feel like Giacomo's was the big place. Yeah, and definitely a draw. That place is amazing, but yeah, you know, you guys coming in, people need people. Irvington should be recognized, and kind of the food that you guys are bringing that helps to do that. And I think that's that's great. Yeah, we we like to think so, and yeah. uh, we feel great about it. We've we've certainly felt welcomed. We didn't want to. Yeah. So when we first started out, we were kind of afraid of uh, it might be too elevated, kind of mm-hmm. like uh, not not elevated, um, sure, pretentious. Yeah, to well, have you, like but a, what you're saying a cocktail is that bar Irvington was Irvington's a little. They're beneath that. Is that what you're saying? A hundred percent. No, not at all. Not at all. But I see what you're saying. We wanted to be accepted by the community, and somebody brought it up earlier today. They're like. You charge too little for your food, and I'm like, well, it's uh, we want to succeed in this neighborhood. Right. We mm-hmm. don't want to be like charging twenty bucks for a burger. Absolutely, and uh, I think it's fair, and I think it's beautiful that and yeah. the neighborhood certainly has accepted us and uh, lifted us up. And, uh, and thank also, you, Irvington. Awesome. And also, like I, I've been here, I've been in Irvington since for the past ten years, and I've watched even just. Because, like, part of the reason I did Biscuits and Gravy, uh, it was just a chorizo biscuits and gravy. But that was like, oh, chorizo? Like, that was a new thing sure, yeah. Yeah. 10 years ago, you know? Yeah. And, like, to see people's, like, you know, first the craft beer and then the craft, yeah. you know, and then, and then like, uh, uh, you know, cocktails. People are excited. I mean, I w- went to, they were having these zoning board fights because there was a 150-year-old covenant that wouldn't allow for alcohol mm, or yeah. like black people to have a house you know um <laughs> is, that, is that real or are you just making that up <laughs> like, uh, they were letting people have houses in Irvington. Right? I, don't, uh, I don't know i didn't so, mean i didn't mean to laugh at a plight if that was real i'm so sorry we, we had to fight we had to fight both of those <laughs> god damn it uh so yeah so it's come a long way it's amazing this is the valentine's day episode oh yes um <laughs> what's your worst valentine's day memory nice worst valentine's day is it this is it the time that I <laughs> yeah. dropped? Is it the time that I dropped the mic, <laughs> and then couldn't remember the word vaccine? I've done. I've got a lot. Damn, honestly, I haven't had any bad Valentines. I. Uh, How nice for you, pretty, pretty Steve. Easy peasy, easy peasy over here, man. Steve, uh, Steve doesn't know that this is the part of the show where Dyke introduces a question that seems to be about you, but is actually an introduction to his horrible <laughs> things happened to him. So, well, and now that you don't have anything to say, <laughs> let me go. Let me tell you uh, my worst. Like, yeah, here we go. Honestly. uh being in the industry for so long, yeah. I uh, don't really usually work do in, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I get to work service, so mm. uh, it's my first one off. Yeah. I mean, I'm going into work service later, but sure. uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm going to be off fairly early, so me and my girlfriend can like hang out. Nice, but, uh, nice. You just, know, just you know, make something terrible happen tonight, and then you'll have a good story for <laughs> next time. Oh, I'll be back next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess we don't have horrible stories to tell about Valentine's Day. I guess we move on past this question. Dyke, or did, Dyke, did you I have... I'm so sorry. Did you have uh, something to say? I could have made one up. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I bet Dyke has a story. Do you have a story no, about Valentine's I, Day? I think, I think the problem was I just assumed everyone had a terrible story. Oh. So, no, I already told mine. Um, what? We can... Uh, what? On the air, did you tell it? No. No, no, no. I well, told it, now's the I time. I told it earlier. Zach, wait, you, is this for other people? You're no, not going to I forfeit my yeah, time. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I forfeit my time as well. Yeah, yeah go yeah, ahead. I, I was just joking. I definitely want to hear your horrible story. Yeah, I want to no, hear No, because you stepped on the whole bit. And no, now no, I'm not no, going to no, I'm so sorry. I'm going to tell the story. Listen, if we could edit anything, it'd be this one. But, Dyke, I'll Dyke Michaels, what was your worst Valentine's Day story? I think it's today. I think it's right now. Living in this moment. Yeah, we can hit the plug music. That's fine. Are you really not going to tell the Valentine's story? Because I stopped on your bit. Come one on. Valentine's Day. There we go. We had the man 
Steve Freeman on the podcast. Oh. Where can people find you on social media? God damn it. Uh, I'm at George Steinbrenner 2020. That's a Seinfeld reference. And nice. everybody's uh, yeah. not hip to it. Uh, Listen, you're, you're talking to it. You, we just had a conversation about John Williams. We all know who <laughs> that is. Oh, yeah. uh, also, uh, go ahead and follow Landlocked Bakery. Go ahead and follow Heartbreaker. Go ahead and follow Strange Bird. That's all I got. Nice. Nice. Chris King. Uh, I uh, am doing the. I'm still doing the snap. We're coming towards the end of WandaVision, so I'm doing the snap with my buddy Gunner. Where every single week we talk about the an episode of WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have three more episodes left, and it's all nice. really coming down to the wire. It's getting really exciting. Uh, and then also my Instagram has kind of been it blew up a little bit. I mean nothing super crazy on social media, but um, it's the DrGalactus.com. It's me posting action figures. Uh, I'm doing once a day right now, but we'll move to once a week. And the new format is uh, I bring the the action figure down there. Amy takes the pictures, and then she guesses what it is, which is essentially <laughs> is essentially an Instagram version of Chris King. What do you think you just ate? And uh, ah. today she did not know who Mutagen Man was. So that was I a, knew it right away. I know everybody. Yeah. Well, that's why I think it's not like I could sit there and like regurgitate what we all know. If like uh, me and a bunch of other people who have action figures in their office, like yeah, clearly that's Mutagen Man. She had no idea. Do people get mad online? Like, Not yet. We just started this like this week, so I can't wait because they we certainly are going to. They're definitely going to. But we we did have one person. Everything's in good fun. But she said, "I don't know who this is," and someone immediately said, "That's Mutagen Man." But yeah. I think not knowing social media at all, I think you want engagement, and so mm. that's what we're doing. No matter how poisonous. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Zach Brown. So uh, you can visit my website at www.batchno2.com. Uh, and if you're one of the 20 people that sent me an email over the weekend, I did get it fixed. And uh, so apparently I had my uh, website registration on like an old card and the email didn't go to me. It was something I had set up that were like batch in O2 products. Oh. So like for like three days, my website's been off the line. Oh my God. I got all these emails like, are you guys okay? Like, is your business closed? Oh (laughs) Oh, no. I I made an order on your site. Am I ever going to get it? (laughs) So yeah, no, everything's okay. Where's the mustard at? Um... Guys, <laughs> please sign up for our Patreon. <laughs> uh, we're we, we're going to have an amazing uh, virtual cooking class by Indie Urban Foodies. Uh, all you got to do is sign up in the next week to get registered to win that. Um, and go to patreon.com slash harder brunch. Okay, I'll tell you the story. Okay. All right, so it was me and my ex-girlfriend. This was about 10 years ago, so there was nothing on Mass Ave. We parked at the wrong end. We parked, parked by where Black Market was. The cool end. Yeah. Yeah, which is now, now the cool the end. Now, right, 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 right. And yeah. the store, there's nothing. Sure, sure. There's nothing back right. there. There's just a yeah. desolate. So we, and it's as cold as it is right now. It's like five degrees outside, but there's probably two feet of snow. And then we, she's like, it's right around the corner. It's just right up here. And so we, we just keep walking, and I'm getting progressively angrier as we walked up. We're going to Basbos. We walked oh. all the way down Mass Ave. In five degrees, and then we just got into a huge fight. It ruined the entire oh. the entire meal. Did you still eat though? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Am I a monster? Am I gonna eat pizza? That is that is it, yeah, up until I think that is the deal with Valentine's Day. There's a lot of Valentine's Day, not the worst ones. That's just a standard on Valentine's Day that it's gonna be a fight. That's not pressure. Get in a fight. It's cold. Yeah. Winter. You're shitty. You're yeah. forced. It's forced romance. Yeah. So you gotta force it in there. Commercialized like romance. <laughs> well, that's two. We, we are a shit show. We are a shit show. Let's just close it up. Let's We're, just finish yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see you next time, guys. Hey, thanks, guys. Thank you.